I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Nah, 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 nah. My flow is in the pocket like Wallace. I got that bounce like hydraulics. I can't call it. I got to swerve like alcoholics. My freshman year, I was going through hella problems, but I still up, built up the nerve and dropped my ass out of college. My teacher said I was a loser. I told her, how are you going to kill me? I don't give a fuck if you fail me. I'm going to follow my heart. And if you follow the charts or the plaques or the stacks, you ain't got to guess who's back. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast, your host. Rod and Karen. Mm-hmm. Karen said the whole thing. Oh, Because <laughs> you just stopped talking. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You was on top of it, man. That's why we partners, man. Um, somebody was asking me about, you know, uh, I was talking about relationships and stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were asking me about, you know, uh, do I follow you on Twitter and do we interact a lot because they don't see married people interact? I was like, you know, I wanted to tell her, like, we do a show five times a week, man. <laughs> I know, and sometimes I get lazy. I'll tweet you if I'm lazy and be like, hey, what you want for dinner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, man, we, uh, we're we back, you know. Um, I was listening to some Lauren Hill before the show, and I was thinking to myself, I wonder if Lauren Hill's uh, Miseducation of Lauren Hill came out today, if people would consider it slut-shaming or if they would be okay with it. Because you remember how many think pieces Beyonce had written about her stuff? Mm-hmm. And Miseducation of Lauren Hill was you know basically like a love letter to and from black women true and uh you know she has a lot of like lyrics in there where i could see people now with the way that they hyper you know analyze shit being like oh lauren hill is problematic because you know she's slut slut shaming yeah and also the i and i think the thing that kind of irritates me um i don't know and, and i guess I just kind of been turned off by think pieces because most there are some people that write think pieces. They are very educated. Uh, it comes they they take the time to critical think and they're beautiful ones. But most people, most people that write think pieces are just stupid as shit mm-hmm. and they just write random words and put shit out there just to put stuff out there. And it's very annoying because a lot of times that their thought process is not thought out or either they're very, um, uh, critical at points where I, I, I'm like, well, if, but like this, when most people write think pieces, they'll start off with the point, but that's not their point. They just use whatever the it thing is to, uh, get their perspective across, which a lot of times don't have nothing to do with what they're really talking about. And for me, as, 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 especially with a lot of the Beyonce pieces, I was like, okay, all these think pieces ain't about the artists, it's about you. And also, I think, now we live in a time where I don't even think of the education, mis- the miseducation of Lauren Hill would even be considered a classic anymore if it was to come out today. Just well, a lot of people don't consider it a classic already. That's true. Uh, for, for, and I, the biggest reason why is because I don't think, um, uh, a people's, people's attention span is a lot shorter. People, mm-hmm. pe- people have a tendency now, just in my opinion, when it comes to music, they don't really sit and let music actually put like this. When a, And I guess for me, when good artists, rappers, singers, whatever genre of music that you're in, whenever they write something or prepare something, a lot of times they want you to listen to it in this whole format. They're like from beginning to end. If they're really good, it's a storyline, a story arc. They're normally singing or telling you a story. And a lot of times, most uh, albums, if they're good, are, are meant to be listened to repeatedly mm-hmm. and a lot of times people don't take that time to listen to it repeatedly they'll listen to it once or twice and form a, oh, like like if you're a person that like beats 
or you like bass and if it don't come up boom 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 automatically you don't like the song or you might be somebody that does more in the words and if they come out and they don't um uh, entrap you with their words all of a sudden it's a piece of shit it's like people don't really allow me and i guess for me music to do what it's supposed to do which is that which is to me just talk to you just talk to your soul or talk to your being or whatever you want to call it um in, in my mind and um that's to me that's when you enjoy music if you just let music do what it's supposed to do yeah i just i just think like uh now it seems like so many people have uh so many different outlets and stuff um that something that influential uh like the miseducation which already gets some flack critically in circles or some people don't like it and some people think well, it wasn't even the best albums out, one of the best albums out that year and all that stuff, which I disagree with, but whatever, you know, it was a tough year. I enjoyed this album tremendously, but mm-hmm. I was just listening to Lost Ones and I was just listening to some of the lyrics and, you know, when she's talking about basically like women need to stop being so fast and sleeping with so many guys and, you know, kind of like shaming women for sleeping around, even though it's coming from like a sisterly place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even asked Twitter about it and everybody was like, well, you know, I don't think she would have gotten in trouble because, you know, it's a sisterly da da da. But I was thinking like, so, it's, it's, so I feel like it would have been a thing and people yeah. would have been like, yeah. oh, she's promoting patriarchy with religion and telling women to keep their legs closed basically. Yeah. And, 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 and a lot of, uh, especially nowadays versus there's, all, I ain't gonna say always been, but since the, the move the feminism movement mm-hmm. uh the way it is now uh people wouldn't even have had to hurt the whole song they heard a bit a clip and you'd have people marching and protesting and banning and and telling people not to go buy the record because of what she's saying mm-hmm. and we just live in a society now where um there's a, a place for everything but i think we live in a society that's extra super sensitive and a lot of people look and hunt to be offended yeah yeah i mean yeah i think that's a big part of it and i you know i think maybe the majority of people would have still enjoyed it but Mm -hmm. um you know it's just like she talks to the women and she talks to the men but her lyrics towards the men were all kind of like you know um y'all like the women you guys need to shape up and stop sleeping around and the men it was just more of a well you know you guys gotta be careful about materialism but it wasn't you know it just didn't give me that same feeling of oh okay this is uh you know this is a message that she's sending out because blah 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 it felt more like oh she is um definitely doing this because women sleeping around is bad Mm -hmm. and as a society uh for i guess just for as long as part of human beings have been around it's just one of those things where People uh, just want to, when it comes to women and sex and sexuality, when it comes to women, it's just automatically bad. Sex Mm. is bad. You're bad. Your body's bad. You're just bad. And that's not true. And especially, I guess for me, uh, for those people that are in straight relationships, it affects the sex that the men are getting by not allowing that woman to be free. And Mm. by judging her and by... Uh, stereotyping her because it's a lot of guys that they uh they'll fuck the slut but they don't want a slut quote unquote but they don't want to marry her you Mm -hmm. know they'll you know sleep with a woman on the first night but then turn around and talk about her you know but yet their action contributed to it also but it's just one of those things Well, women are doing it too yes you know really from the the way that i see um a lot of it get passed down in it like men learn it as boys from their mothers 
mother you know whenever they kind of hit you with that well these little fast ass girls and don't be bringing these girls by my house and all this shit and then the judgment that women receive from other women about um their sexuality mm-hmm. a lot of times which i don't think is healthy no and, and then it kind of like creates this whole cycle where both genders are kind of pushing in on it um but I, I i'll tell you this man a lot of that stuff that dudes learn about uh well this you know if you a woman sleeps with you right away she's a slut a lot of that shit is from your parents like from your yeah. mom and shit like that that mm-hmm. are like these women aren't good enough for my boy and let me tell you why she's a slut she's a hoe she's fast she's this she's that um in this verse like this is for doo-wop that thing right mm-hmm. it's been three weeks since you've been looking for your friend the one you let hit it and never called you again remember when he told you he was about the benjamins you act like you ain't hear him then you give him a little trim to begin how you think you gonna really gonna pretend like you wasn't down then you called him again plus when you give it up so easy you ain't even fooling him if you did it then then you probably fuck again like this is clearly to me saying like this is happening because you fucked this dude too quick and that's the and like i said to me it's a very practical message i don't think it's i think it's coming from a place where she wants to help but i can already hear the thought pieces being written in my brain mm-hmm. as i'm reading this talking out your neck saying you're a christian a muslim sleeping with the jinn now that was the sin that did jezebel in who you gonna tell when the repercussions spin showing off your ass because you're thinking it's a trend girlfriend let me break it down for you again you know, I only say it because I'm truly genuine. I'll be a hard rock when you really are a gem. So I don't know, man. It's I I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's it's like it's, and I guess, uh, I guess it's one of those things where I think that parents, male and female parents, mean well, but it's a way to approach people and approach uh, both the genders. But when it comes to sex and sexuality, uh, men and women approach male children and female children is completely different and a mm-hmm. lot of times you've even said when you've got a bunch of males together y'all don't really talk about don't rape you don't you know you don't right. really you know talk about um how to how to treat a woman you know if, if you're straight they don't even think about that yeah we, we, but but when but and, and it's funny though because mm-hmm. when like you say when you when women go to these seminars is a crying fest a lot of the times and i'm not saying that in a bad way but it is because mm-hmm. a lot of these women have been sexually assaulted they've been insulted they've been battered they've been beat they've been abused you know women have these stories and women are more open to tell and share these stories when a lot of times men are shamed if they tell stories about being abused as children and it's one of those things too where <clears throat> in our society and i didn't really think about it until i heard the one of the beyonce songs it it is true that uh, little girls are always it's almost embedded in you. Your goal is to get married. Like mm-hmm. your goal in life, what's going to make you happy as a woman is to be married and have children. When a lot of times you never ask that female what does she want, you just right. assume that that's the goal because society has taught you that you're worthless, you are nothing. You know, a man completes you, and all this other kind of uh, fool. I, I, I mean, I know I'm married, but I consider it foolishness because every woman does not want to be married, and she and she could be gay, straight, bi, whatever. Every woman with a vagina does not, if she describes herself as a woman, does not have the desire to be married. She might just want to just 
have multiple partners and be happy doing that. And I see nothing wrong with that. Now, society in general shames women and act like there's no covering or you don't have a man. There's nobody to protect you. There's nobody around when the reality is that the world has changed so much from the 1940s. Less and less women nowadays get married have children stay at home and cook and clean a lot of those days are over most households are two-parent working households you know if, if the couples are together for the fact that you know most uh Men don't make enough income like they used to to be able to support a household. And and to me, it's very uh, frustrating to kind of push and force women to do this. But when you talk to men, men's goals are never, quote, unquote, to be a husband, to be a man, to stand up, to be good to your children. Like, you and let me know if I'm wrong, but a lot of times y'all don't have those type of talks. You know, it's... And, and, well, no, nah, that kind of shit does get talked about for men. Like, be a man, stand up for your children, take care of your kids and shit. People talk about that because it's one of those platitudes that everybody is always good. You know, there's no debate on that, um, even when people don't do it. You know what I mean? How, like, it's kind of like how um, everybody talks about eating healthy, even if they're, you know, eating terrible. True. You know what I mean? Like, that is one of those things where dudes will be like, yeah, you should be a man, take care of your kids. There's never, you're never going to meet a dude that says, don't take care of your kids and brags about it. That will always be taboo, you know, but stuff like consent and relationship in sex, you know, not something we talk about is something that I think every dude either assumes you got or knows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't come up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't even know how we got on that. Just from the Lauren Hill song perspective, I just think it would be a lot of stuff written about how her album now now looking back i think people would not accept this album so readily Mm -mm. because so many people have this uh you know so many people have this like i have a platform now i have to speak based off of what you just said and people would be tearing i think they'd be tearing the album apart man on some real shit because there's a lot of religion in the album true um you know a lot of singing about relationships and stuff but i think people would would definitely go at Go at them. Go at her for this album. So that's all I was trying to say. Not, yeah, I, obviously, you know, there's a lot of other stuff going on. But, yeah, I was just wondering, like, I wonder if how people would take it now. Because it just yeah, seems like it, they wouldn't take it so easy. Everyone say, well, I like the album, but da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Or, you know. Uh, what about her feminism? You yeah, know, stuff like that. that. Yeah. You know, is, is, is Lauren Hill a feminist? You know, shit like that. You definitely would hear a lot you of know? that. You definitely would hear about. It's just what? how things have changed in our lifetime so fast, you yeah, know. And that's true. Ten years ago, you would not have heard that about this album. It's just, is it good or is it bad? Now, that'd be like shit like feminist blogs will be writing about lauren hill and what does she really mean and all this shit that and also i think you would have a lot of lgbt going well why aren't i represented in this album you might have some about me i mean you know because yeah well it's a very religious album too true so i don't even know if what her stance is on that dang you know what i mean we're assuming that she's open-minded blah 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 she might be like i don't like gay people i don't believe in that quote unquote true we don't know but um anyway man this is the blackout tips podcast and you can find us at the blackout com on itunes stitcher and podomatic uh just search the blackout tips leave five star reviews on itunes and stitcher please we'll read them on the show regardless of what they have to say about us that's how cool we are guys 
Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. Today's podcast is sponsored is sponsored by two different sponsors. Tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com. Put in code TBGWT and you can get thirty three percent off of some nice inner ear earbuds people i'm talking about those discreet earbuds you listen to your podcast and your music at your desk you go to the gym you don't need people to be all up in you you know what i like to do with my earbuds guys i like to go shopping that's right i will go shopping with my earbuds in listening to y'all's podcast and all this shit while i'm buying groceries and the people will talk to me anyway and i oh, just yeah. don't give a fuck about your headphones. i just ignore them guys i just answer them yes mm-hmm. good i don't know what the question is paper plastic good <laughs> so you got a vip card that uh paper <laughs> like that that is how it goes people because i'm don't like being bothered and with these discreet inner ear headphones i never be bothered again sure won't. they come in all different shapes sizes and colors um and they have different price ranges uh you can just get that 33 percent off by putting in tbgwt but in addition to, in addition to that you get free shipping the best kind of shipping i know it's so and it's there before you know it by the way this isn't free shipping and then you get your shit seven months later no it's free shipping see you in a couple days okay guys so you get your free shipping and lifetime guarantee okay not even a marriage comes with a lifetime guarantee Mm-mm. get with yourself is what i'm saying um ah! also this podcast is sponsored by a second sponsor We open up that box. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer that you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com anytime, anyplace. <laughs> and for a limited time only, you'll be able to get 50% off of just about any item. You'll be able to use it anytime, anyplace, anywhere in your house. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three, count them, three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. And you won't stop just because people walking by watching you. You will not give a damn what they think. <laughs> you won't care about your neighbors looking through the window at you. Plus a free extra gift that's so central, I can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So go to adamandeve.com today for this special offer, 50% off of one item. When you put in code TBGWT for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use the offer code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. So make sure you do that, guys. Um, So I hope you guys are premium and stuff. I, I see we got more and more people signing up. Thank you. Woo-hoo! Thank you so much, everybody that signs up. Um, New premium show is out. Yes, plenty of stuff out there for you. Mm-hmm. A new episode of Medium Talk came out this week. Where I talked to Sterling Ashby of History and Action Toys, HIAToys.com. And uh, it's like historically accurate African-American toys, man. Like G.I. Joe's were black. 
with actual history that did stuff ah i believe that so uh it was a cool interview man it was cool talking to him so uh, was there uh black so cobra was black too uh karen just you have to <laughs> there were no bad guys in the historically black action figures okay <laughs> so so I they was, didn't go yo joe we got to talk about um this is very serious we got to talk about the kids and what it means to have historically black uh action figures to look up to and toys and their effect on chill children growing up and all that stuff man so i got to ask him some good questions uh ask him what the hose was like in the toy game so you know you can get all that stuff in that interview and i think you guys will dig it if you're premium uh check it out um thank you we also did like a three and a half hour balls deep last friday Mm -hmm. which is the longest episode of balls deep of all time i know me you and justin broke the record i think that might have been a firestarter.com level uh yeah, podcast about we, sports we did that in a long time we do a lot of podcasts and then later on that night we did what about four hours with chonella mm-hmm. yeah we did a lot of work that day but uh mm-hmm. yeah you guys um are welcome to it i'm glad everybody's enjoying it so yeah get your money's worth when you go premium you do and uh definitely uh not shortchanging anybody so hopefully mm-hmm. people are enjoying those things i hope they are it's plenty out there for you yeah we'll definitely have more people and more shows coming up soon um well yeah we were on chonilla i forgot to say that we were on chonilla their podcast i think part two is out now yep it's like it's uh, four, four parts part. so mm-hmm. um you guys can go check that valentine's out over there day special yeah talked about valentine's day and stuff and uh i as a true professional i came prepared to help yes. and uh you know i had my own valentine's day materials to help out the show so <laughs> you did <laughs> yeah it was very fun man hopefully uh people are uh digging all that shit man you know just uh having fun out here willing and dealing uh what else i have to say uh let's get into some what happened today okay mm-hmm. i woke up early this morning and twitter was a buzz already oh um because i forgot that um idris elba someone made a poem to idris about idris to their girlfriend okay oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. yeah and um I've read it and I said, this is the most insecure shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, what is wrong with people? What would possess you as a human being to want to say this to your woman? I'm assuming it was real. I think the dude's Twitter account was I'm not Idris or something. They deleted their Twitter account or something like that. Or no, oh, at Nova Eyes LG. What is this? ISLG. Is this dude still on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Let me look. Let's see uh, if it is. His account is total trash yeah um i wonder if this dude is still around because it might i don't see his twitter account yeah well i guess that was it for him man he mustn't he posted this uh posted this tweet yeah and they, they lit his timeline the hell up they was like what you talking about yeah man he Especially uh, black women. See if he still no. D is gone as a user. <laughs> user not found. He deleted his account. Man, that's crazy. Anyway, I'll read it for you guys out there in podcast yeah, man. Aren't in the chat and seeing the picture. Yeah, and those of you that don't know, uh, he tweeted a, a picture of himself in like a bow tie. Uh, before and like women went crazy. So it's just one of those things where you know a lot of women. Uh, regardless of the color of skin just love him but especially black women he a beautiful chocolate man 
Mm-hmm. So I'm not Idris Elba is the title of this poem. I'm just a regular man with a regular nine to five that does regular things. I'm sorry I'm not Idris Elba. The man you know nothing about. The man you want me to be like. A sex symbol, really. But you let the characters he play. <laughs> now he plays. Play. You let the characters he play and the pictures he take interfere with our relationship i'm building companionship but he's your man crush man's crush is in capital when i'm the one you should be crushing on when it's cold who keep you warm me when you hungry who feeds you me idris elba don't keep our lights on i do i just want a little bit more respect from you you might don't know him but if you ever did you would you cheat on me with him I'm sorry I'm not Idris Elba. I'm just a regular man. Your favorite poet at poet at Nova underscore LSG. Wait, LSLG. Twitter account deleted. So I saw this yesterday. I was like, what in the kind, what kind of insecure? Ah, shit is this? Cause like, honestly, man, you're, you're in a relationship. There's people out there that are going to be sexy. There's people that are going to look better than you. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get over it, baby. Ain't that the truth? Your penis ain't the only penis in the world. Right. And neither, yeah, like women have already kind of gotten used to this idea of competition anyway to a certain extent. But even then, like, there's a certain amount of security you have to have, you know, just when you're, if you're going to be maturing in a relationship, there's a certain amount of security you just have to have with the idea that there's motherfuckers out here that, uh, everybody has the option to lust after mm-hmm. and honestly if your woman ran up on idris maybe she would fuck him i don't know <laughs> but if she does that's a, that's something y'all have to work through then like i know it's so you know but but the odds are 99.9 to the to the 37th no. nine Mm-mm. would never even see idris elba in person in her lifetime right so calm down with that shit but let's say she did and she cheated on you with him then it's over, bro. Okay, she didn't really value that much ah. anyway. All right, you think I'm gonna look at these hoes out here? Hmm. I got eyes. <laughs> but if Holly Berry knocked on my door and said, "Please, please make me feel good," I'll close the door, dog. Because you got the. <laughs> got This relationship's about more than that. Yeah, just, 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 just be sure you, she pay us real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, but I would say no. You know, and that's the thing, though. Is like that's what a relationship is. Um you kind of have to you know that it's about your rules and your boundaries and all this shit but what you don't want to do is write this insecure ass poem about some idris elba come on now like if you feel if you're this insecure she's not gonna make it to idris it's a nigga up the street that she's that, looking at yeah it's, it's a nigga, nigga with, at, at the shoe shack this yeah. you know that she got her eye on it's just a nigga that have nice arms at her job or something like it ain't gonna take a Idris level nigga to get a woman if you are that insecure in the first place. So late. Like she's just walking away from your insecurity. But um, you know, we clowned it a little bit yesterday. We didn't really get into it. Too much other shit was going on. But um then this morning I woke up and Dylan, the at the Dylan one. Yes. Obviously guest of the show. Uh in the bleachers, Mike Felder fan guest of the show um they were tweeting 
some crazy shit and i was like i gotta get in on this oh lord in the bleachers tweeted idris elba didn't take you off boost mobile and put you on verizon i did <laughs> and uh dylan put idris a dvr being mary jane for you <laughs> you did he did mm-hmm. uh and i said idris ain't buy you replacement batteries for your sex toys i did <laughs> some dude named at green freeze pop said idris ain't gonna split a 20 piece with you <laughs> he sure ain't <laughs> in the bleachers idris didn't let you turn his birthday party into most of your friends hanging out at his house i did oh lord dylan idris elba ain't tell you to fix how to fix your wi-fi by just unplugging and replugging the power cord in <laughs> mm-hmm. i said idris ain't tell you what happened in the scary movie when you close your eyes and cover your ears <laughs> yeah and somebody she so sedity said why y'all talking about idris and dylan said sorry i'm not him i'm just the me i can be oh lord <laughs> And the bleacher said, We're all sorry we're not him. Oh Lord. Uh Dylan said, Idris Elba didn't give you his jacket even though you t- he told you it was gonna be cold before you walked out the crib with one. I did. Oh. That's love. <laughs> and the bleacher <laughs> said, Idris don't go to your work parties and pretend to like talking to your friends' husbands. I do that. <laughs> that, that's true. Neil McCauley, a white dude, said Idris, the underscore blueprint, Idris didn't use his white privilege to keep you safe. I did. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some. Idris didn't ask, so what you gonna do when you told him you were pregnant? I did that. Oh, Lord. Uh, Idris didn't pretend to care about your messy ass coworker night after night just so you can vent. I did. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Idris didn't refuse to see that Idris Elba movie with you because he was insecure. I did that, says uh, Dylan. Oh. I said, Idris didn't hide your Y DVD except for the one where Idris Elba got shot. I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, Idris ain't watched Snap while you pretending not to be scared for his life. What with you while pretending not to be scared for his life and checking his insurance policy later. I did. Optimus Prime said Idris Elba ain't letting you put your cold ass feet on him in the middle of the night. No, I'm the one suffering that injustice. <laughs> now nah, I'm good to that. My feet be cold. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> and the blue just said Idris don't go into the bathroom while you taking the Browns to the Super Bowl because you forgot toilet paper. I do that. Oh Lord. And I said Idris didn't agree with you that Sheila was a bitch, and then when y'all made up, pretend that you ain't say that shit. I did. <laughs> Chris from the Sandy Check said Idris doesn't freeze to death every night in the winter because you steal the covers then wake up in the morning claiming you didn't I do <laughs> I said Idris ain't secretly check your phone text messages while you in the shower I did and who the hell is David oh lord <laughs> uh, I also said Idris ain't pretend to be asleep after you had an emotional call with your mama and wanted to talk about it I did true oh idris ain't sell drugs back in the day hove did that so hopefully you don't have to go through that <laughs> <laughs> so i said that when someone was like uh oh I, you late and i saw that he had tweeted at first i was like damn his name was a boy named tawanda and then some other woman was trying to size it up trying to make a controversy talking about some yeah or something i was like yeah it was my mistake it was, oh that was like you copy and pasting tweets i was like no i'm not some I was like, it's just a mistake, whatever. She, she, and I said, yeah, it was a huge conspiracy. And she was like, maybe next time you need to think faster. I said, okay. 
what's wrong with people just gonna cause problems everybody's doing something people might think of the same thing at the same time of course idris elba didn't ask you whose pussy is this during sex and then not bring it up again when you didn't answer i did says the dylan oh <laughs> and i said idris ain't the best man you like rosie o'donnell at a bisexual bridal shower eli porter deed that oh, i deed it um but yeah that was uh pretty cool man um so i enjoyed it i enjoyed that sounds like y'all did that was uh, a good time uh you know i had a couple more you know idris ain't sneaking the fridge eat your leftovers idris didn't put a sock on his draw in his drawers on the first date stuff like that ah. um and then uh, another thing happened not too long after that was uh people for some reason start talking about dates again right and i couldn't figure it out i was like why is everybody bitching about dates because it was like and it was dudes like i I spend money on a date i don't get some and then women was like just because you take somebody on a date don't mean nothing blah, blah, blah. and it's like everybody's talking about these goddamn dates what happened i i figured it out because it was a little behind so it threw me off this is the fallout from uh them dateless valentine's days oh from friday yeah but remember the snow a lot of people may have celebrated saturday or sunday right and a lot of people didn't go out on dates or they did they went on shitty dates because people don't know how to fucking date anymore no they don't because the internet has fucked us up yeah you already know everything what the fuck is a first date question these days what's our safe word oh lord condom or no condom like what the fuck do you talk about on a first date i know everything everybody's putting all their business out here now true how do you jump into a conversation like all the important shit you probably don't want to tell me hey so where do you work whoa 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 oh no i'm not just because i that. talk about sucking dick for 75 minutes straight on twitter don't mean i want your ass showing up at my job does not mean you get to know my government name i know it's so people probably on dates calling people they uh miss Bree underscore 752 d mm-hmm. um yeah that's probably probably people only know each other by mm. those names she's so fine six nine six nine let me ask you something uh as ah! uh black to miss jones uh i think you should answer my question like i, I don't think you know like they probably dm and shit man like and people was like one dude was like i took girl out on a date and she didn't give me none he said he spent 21 dollars or something like that and then people was getting indignant because it's like 21 dollars that's all you spend anything you don't get some ass <laughs> and i was like this is indignant on both parts right because yes, on the man side it's indignant thinking that $21 entitles you to any fucking thing. Ain't that the truth? Right. 75. We all know the truth. $75 don't entitle you to shit. Okay. We already know we established in 2013. It's $200. $200 <laughs> is the amount you have to spend to be owed some sex. Why are we trying to regress it? And I know black men are unemployed at a higher rate in 2014. <laughs> I'm sorry. Still $200 as the going price that's a going rate if you come close you come short of that it's too bad okay now i know you tried to change the game up and add some value-added services to it i don't blame you you, you throw, so you can't and, and folks have a fit about using groupons right well you throw the 25 dollar fee on there for eating ass you know yeah. um stuff like that but but at the end of the day you know it's still not 200 dollars. that's a bonus service so, you know, I thought people was already over this shit. And then you see these people complaining and stuff. Uh, some people was, you know, like, like for me personally, I'm not in the dating game. But if I was at the end of the day, I'd like to give her like an itemized receipt. 
for the, you know the, the the services that i paid for on her behalf you see that way she knows like okay it was ten dollars in gas you know these shoes ain't by themselves i bought these shoes for this day you know stuff like that so she can keep a tally of like oh this dude is spending some money it don't look like it you know but it, but if you add up the total of preparation and the night of the date dude, dude. it might be a lot um so are you gonna bill her for that shit or something Mm-mm. no karen it's like when you check out at a hotel and it's like this is what the shit cost you okay but somebody already paid for it but here's the receipt you know mm. i paid for this but here is what you were worth tonight okay you were worth 200 dollars total you know you got the car you got the, the shoes you got the clothes you got what we ate you got the drinks mm-hmm. you know stuff like that so i just put that all and go here you go uh just so you can know you know just like almost like a tax write-off like i paid for this already mm-hmm. Give but this shit. is the value. I rip that shit up and burn it in your face, nigga. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You would not. But um, you know, you give my itemized invoice. You to give let me them know. a piece of paper telling me the shit that you bought, and what happened? Is she give you a piece of paper? Uh, what's her piece of paper gonna say? Shit that she bought. She bought a dress. She got her hair done. Right. That's fine. That's fine with me. Not not a problem. Um, because I I think transparency in relationships needs to happen first. Okay. And if you're gonna be I complaining, I got all kinds of problems with this situation you're talking about right here. You don't get niggas cut. If Men you're gonna be, women. if you're gonna be complaining about you spent fifty dollars at the Red Lobster and you ain't get none, then present her with an itemized bill. Maybe she just didn't understand it, but how just, much you guys spent. It don't matter if she's not gonna give you pussy. It don't matter how much money you spend, nigga. Well, according to these guys, it matters. Okay, Karen, I'm not in the dating game, and you ain't either. I'm just trying to help. Uh. You know, and, and maybe that's the problem, Karen, is they need to start upselling at the beginning. You know, before the date starts, you try to get them to negotiate, hey, three drinks, hand, hand job, minimum. You know, like, let's, let's get this out of the way so that, you know, when you drink drink number three, I can, we don't have to have that awkward conversation when we go, hey, 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 now, that's hand job territory. You already know, right? That way we don't have to do this, this thing what because did- everybody has social media and it's so incestuous. People going on these dates, they don't say shit to each other. Then they get yeah. home and they tweet about it, unfollow you on Facebook, yeah, and they, then post a picture of the receipt on Instagram. Like the shit is already out there. That, and that's true. And and from that standpoint, I I understand what you're saying because it's, mm. a lot of it is a lack of communication, a lack of talking, and a lack of expectations on what the other person expects. If this is a food for sex transaction, Karen, I'm saying it needs to be transparent. If, no, if men if need to start presenting these women up front no, so that women know what they're getting into that way they can turn it down karen if it's a food for sex transaction tell me up front if i pay that's what i'm saying fucking, so she can go well nigga i don't want to fuck you and and we can just just say okay fuck it oh i'll pay for all my shit you pay for all your shit if we going out don't don't pay for shit i buy my own shit but that's what i'm saying because everybody's lying they going on a date and then they go home. They go, I spent two hundred fifty dollars and get no pussy. It's like, well, you should have told her that up front. Yeah, not, not, this not, is a two hundred fifty dollar okay. date. Okay, okay. Not, if you would like to upgrade, now. if you would like to upgrade to the steak dinner package, that's a blowjob with the titties out. Yeah, please it, yeah. sign here and initial here and initial here. Yeah, it put like this. If 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 we're bumping it up and going to what is it? Uh, their frescoes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to at least be anal. At least everybody knows right. where you stand. At least she can fill out the paperwork 
so she can understand what kind of investment i'm making okay i'm with you now i'm like if we don't talk and you just show me a fucking piece of paper talking about this 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 and this and this we might have some issues maybe leave suggested conversation at the bottom like people do with tips when you have a group part where it's like okay uh you know suggested compensation for a 150 fifty dollar date is at least some below the, the, the shirt titty feeling at least ah finger bang if you're nice you know something like that where you can kind of get cut the ice you know break the ice cut the tension get yeah, right in there I'm, yeah and that's and I, and I think uh, uh for me i'm very i guess i'm very old school because i mean talk to me get to know me but like you say because of social media people just skip past that actual introduction yeah these niggas know each other already man everybody got a podcast a blog a twitter page facebook page like you know how do you mean get to know you i know how many times you suck dick i know where you like to shop i know uh when you squeeze your titties together and take a picture from the top Ah. down like i know everything now dudes too true you know dudes working work, sending dick pics and stuff yeah. like that so that's true too now what the fuck do you talk about on the first date anymore that's a true question hey uh sucking your dicks lately i, I know you like talk about it a lot <laughs> like what do you say everybody's so like out there now you know i'm surprised there's even first states that I, I feel like the first date i just show up and go i love you and we've been following each other on Twitter for three months. We go together. Uh, oh, Lord. Date number two, can you meet my parents? Because we oh, no. already decided that this is going to be long term because no. we've been following each other for three months. Three months, that's it? It doesn't fuck. Yes, you can learn more in 90,000 tweets in three months than you will ever learn on three dates in three months. You learn way less, like, le- back in my, back in our day when you go on a date, you learn lay- way less about a person on a date. You show up, you do your representative. You know, That's you don't just true. show up and just start. Now I can follow you, just click on your profile, and it's, you know what I'm into? BDSM, because sometimes I need to be told no to know that I'm naughty. You're like, what? What? What, what is your <laughs> fucking last name? Uh, but after three, okay. Looking at Idris, my pussy is gonna, is gonna gush tonight. You're like, you wouldn't like you ever think about some of the stuff people say on social media they would not say it to your face because people just aren't built like that that's but true like, now because it's, it's an awkwardness yeah but now we know each other so well it's like being psychic if i what how do you dial it back to a first date first date question like, hey uh so what do you think about where where are you from oh tell me a little about yourself i know everything about yourself <laughs> i know what size your clit is by the fucking time the appetizer gets there what do we talk about now so you got any brothers and sisters oh i know you got brothers and sisters i saw my facebook page oh yeah so uh um, how about uh where do you work well well you kind of told me where you work in social okay uh damn um what about uh what well what how what kind of car you oh you know i saw the car you took uh when you first bought it you put pictures online and uh all that shit damn well, I guess, uh, we fucking or not. Like that, what is left? There's no chivalry left, Karen. Mm, I got all kinds of problems with this. Mm-hmm. Well, I have, I feel like when people get in these discussions, it's fucked up because all the humility is gone on both sides, right? It is for men and women. Like, I know people hate patriarchy, blah, 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 all that shit. But on some real shit, man, I kind of miss, uh, the patriarchy of a first date. Right? With the dude having to ask. And this is before the internet, before you could blow somebody's spot up. You ask her out on a date. 
she says yes which you assume means she will fuck you more than likely it, it minimum it means she's hungry and she'll let like you talk to her but true maximum she will fuck you and it's up to you to like not fuck that up for however long right but uh it used to be a time where you go out you, you go on this expensive ass date you spend this money you come home with a dry dick and you're upset because you know rightfully so i mean you, you people are emotional and I think it's a little unfair what we do to guys where it's like, you can't be emotional at all. No, everybody feels like a loser when they spend a lot of money and the girl, even if it's not fucking, she's not interested in you. Like, that's it. Thanks for the date. I don't want to see your ass again. Whether you fucked it up through conversation, whether she didn't feel a connection. True. That's all that was promised is that you get some time. It doesn't, yeah. she doesn't owe you anything, but no, you will doesn't. still feel rejected and you will feel fucked up. And what I'm saying is, I miss when we had shame about that. There's nothing wrong with a little shame. Girls used to be ashamed. Used to be like, damn, I ain't getting no pussy. Fuck. What's wrong with me? And you, oh, you know who you would tell? The four or five dudes that you know. Yeah, that you personally know. And that would be and it. Not, and not the social, uh, not Facebook, not Twitter, yeah. not Google Plus. And a lot of these people... They don't know you. They just know you by whatever your handle is and things like that. You didn't tell thousands of people. No. You told like three dudes. And you know what those dudes did? They would tell you about the time they struck out. Yeah. And they would get you out of your little drakish ways. And they would tell you some other techniques to close a deal or ask you about a different woman or something. And you go, okay, I lost out on half of an Xbox One. But case, you know, at the end of the day, it happens and you chalk it up yep. to the to the karma and you walk the fuck away that's true and also i think no matter how much people put out on social media you still don't know them you don't know them mm-hmm. maybe i'm the only one that's, that believes that you still don't know these people yeah but i mean yeah of course not but i'm just saying like there used to be a time where you just thought some shit that, like where there used to be a time where you would think things and you wouldn't put them into the world true now that's I, true like that's i true. think the thing that's fucked up is that everybody jumps into people's shit when they do this and i think it is a simp move and it's some loser shit by the way but the reason i think a lot of dudes jump, jump in that case is because every dude has been here at least once if they've ever paid for anything and the girl was like and i don't like you your your money's gone and i'm out true and i don't i, I guess from a woman's perspective there's several I guess scenarios behind that. It's just one of those things where society has kind of taught women not to be aggressive. They've taught women, he asks you. And also, truthfully, with most men, with the exception of some, are pretty safe to go on a date with. But a lot of times when a woman goes out on a date with the dude, mm. she, you know, from her, especially she's single and uh, she lives alone, she's, you know, it's a safety thing for her. So sometimes she'll tell you, yeah, just because she don't want you to cuss her out. She don't want, you know, because dude, like you said, dudes are emotional too. And we live in a society of punk, weak, emotional niggas who the second you tell her no, all of a sudden it's like a big ordeal. So she'll just tell you, and, and women, some women have went through this multiple times. So she'll, okay, fuck it, I'll go out with you. I really don't want to go out with you, so I don't have to deal with the backlash of you acting a fucking fool. She already knows she don't want to fuck you. She already knows. She already know the answer is gonna be no. Well, that's on her. That's on her. That's fucked up too. 
Honestly. But it but it happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like just how this happens a lot is fucked up, and everybody says it. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. If you're not, if you have no interest in a dude, don't take his money, waste his time. You know, just leave him the fuck alone. Like, and honestly, that's true. Women tell dudes no on dates all the time, so you know it won't be the end of the world. No, it won't. Um, but what I think is what I think is kind of crazy is, you know, uh, it's kind of like I wouldn't act like if a woman said I slept with this guy. And he decided, you know, not to call me back. I wouldn't be like dropping the first verse of doo-wop from Lauren Hill on her. I'd be like, that's uh-huh. a, that happens. That's like that, that that's happens. Life. It's fucked up. Um, but I, I want, you know, don't put, hopefully you don't blast his information all over Twitter, but there used to be a time where that shit happened and you tell your girls and your girls go, shit happens to me before too. And, you know, niggas ain't shit, and then you move on. Like, yeah. I think we've gotten to a point where everything's so public, you can't even have that moment where you're just like, man, fuck. You know, I, this is terrible. I spent 21 whole dollars. Not 21. I don't know. Maybe he was in college or something. Anyway, um, the point being, though, I just thought that was funny, That right? was a high quality Chick-fil-A meal. Yeah, and because there's no shame, everybody jumped in his shit and all that. And I was like, he should be a little ashamed of himself. But my favorite thing about it was, and this is what everybody let pass, and I couldn't, okay? Now, I was fine. You guys, I'm not dating anybody, so I don't give a fuck. You know, I just have my wife. We go on dates, and we are practical. We got to that point where it's our money, so she can't feel like she's getting over on me. True. You know, when you're still dating, sometimes you might feel, because that's the other thing. I'm convinced that women sometimes get over on dudes because if i was a fucking woman i'd get over on y'all if women just started asking men out i'm married i take some dates okay why because i ain't never been to roof chris on a <laughs> tuesday in the middle of the week for no reason fuck yeah i'll be out there i'll be out there cock blocking like shit like yeah i'll take that steak and give me the lettuce wedge and that was the problem that i had was when i saw this fucking bill Right? And this dude had a 200 something dollar bill. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I ain't getting no pussy. I was like, ha ha ha. You know, cause it is funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's the reason that people get mad, by the way. Cause it is funny. And nobody wants to say it, but yeah, you spread $300, you'll get no pussy. It's funny. You, you're not entitled to it. You're not owned it. Mm-mm. But it's funny that you put out that hard. Cause unless you ball like that all the time, you wouldn't be posting that motherfucking uh receipt if you did not buy if you bought like, like that, that all the yeah. time you it, wouldn't post that receipt no because it wouldn't mean it wouldn't mean as much because to you it's almost like somebody paying for a five dollar meal right That's you right you posted that because that was half of your rent dog right you posted that that was your light bill for the month that was a valiant effort on your part and we're laughing because it did not work and you're defining it as simply i didn't get any pussy right mm-hmm. so that's why we were laughing and it is hilarious right um, but what I saw on this bill was there was like $150 for some exotic steak, uh, some other money for like a T-bone. There was money for all this shit. But I saw, and it's just, I saw red when I saw this receipt. <laughs> that was a $14 charge for a lettuce wedge. What the hell is, what, what kind of lettuce wedge? You never, a lettuce wedge, Karen. The, I've been to expensive like steak dinners. Wrap? No, okay. I've been to, I've been to expensive steak dinners before, uh, either on my company or something like that. I, I don't pay for the shit myself. I okay. don't really see the well, point. To me. But it really is exactly what the fuck I just said. It is a wedge of lettuce. So they chop a piece of lettuce out. They t- listen. 
you could go to the store and buy a head of lettuce yes wash it off mm-hmm. take a big kitchen knife mm-hmm. cut that shit in eighths or fourths okay ta-da that's all it is ain't nothing else to it it's nothing special or spectacular they give you the vinaigrette dressing on the side that's at least put my dressing on there for 14 dollars they don't even put the dressing on there sometimes i've been in there i was at sullivan's i was like the fuck is this shit 14 dollars for that you can buy a head of lettuce for for 99 cent at the shit on sale you could buy a head of lettuce and make 14 of them (laughs) and, and come out on top of this like you can make, you can eat a head of, you can eat a wedge of lettuce every meal, every day of the week, and it wouldn't come close to $14 for this one wedge of lettuce with a little bit of fucking vinaigrette dressing it's, on the side, maybe some ranch, depending on how adventurous you're feeling. It was, <laughs> it was like, I saw that and I saw the, red. It's the lettuce, it's the lettuce exotic or something. No. It's just regular iceberg. It's just regular iceberg lettuce or some shit. Nigga. And I felt so bad for the dude. Ah! Like, cause that was when I felt bad for him and I felt bad for the woman too, because society is selling these lettuce wedges with pure power of patriarchy, Karen. Why? Because what they're doing is they make the women feel like you're supposed to order something healthy and petite, you know, like a salad, but these motherfuckers don't sell you a salad unless it's a $47 salad. What they do sell yeah. is a lettuce wedge with a teaspoon of fucking dressing. Ah! And that shit costs $14. And what does she do? You go, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to get, um, uh, you know, maybe we should get some calamari. And then she's like, oh, I'll just have a lettuce wedge. And you're like, God damn, that's $14. Get something else. Don't be cute on this first date. Get some fucking chicken wings or something. I don't give a fuck. $14 a lettuce wedge. So you don't get no lettuce. I mean, well, it is actually lettuce. So you don't get no tomatoes, no onions, no cucumbers, no. It's a lettuce wedge. That's it. Nothing else come with the shit but lettuce. They and then they they try to call it the wedge. The wedge. <laughs> the wedge. A <laughs> wedge, my ass. The oh, it's this the wedge, sir. You you. Oh, wedge. not not any wedge, but the wedge. Yeah, yeah, lettuce wedge. Uh, I'll see if I can find a picture for you, but because I'm just baffled. I'm like, are oh, you got to be kidding me? Like, and then this is the thing. Like, they'll sometimes they'll garnish it. They'll put shit on it. You have to break it apart to make it a fucking salad. That's not a salad. You didn't do any work. Oh, you, you cut the shit in the four, and oh. then you fucking put it on a plate with some dressing and some bacon bits. And you charge fourteen dollars. Are you? It's really y'all. Uh, like I said, I'm country. It's really like somebody took took the round lettuce and chopped it and sprinkled some shit on it and charged you fourteen dollars. You could go to Wendy's and get a better salad than the wedge. And be full for less. The wedge. Disgusting. That's the problem with dating, man. man I, I could never do it, that man. That shit will make you turn some shit over. I, I was looking at it like, um, um, excuse me, um, I ordered, uh, you know, a, a salad. Oh, ma'am, that's just, no, 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 no. Ordered a salad, not lettuce chopped up. And then I got to take the effort to make a salad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, this do-it-yourself salad. I, I wouldn't not, even accept this at home. If I said, no. Karen, Karen, I made us a salad tonight, and you said, cool, and I brought it to you, and <laughs> it was a motherfucking wedge of lettuce with bacon bits on top, you'd be like, you, you like, didn't make... you crazy. I'm like, yeah. you're lazy. Make me a salad. Yeah, you didn't actually make anything today. 
You sure didn't? You just chopped that up. Yeah. Just because you serve it to me in a bow tie does not make this good. It sure don't. Dude, I remember the first time I got this, I was so fucking disgusted. I was looking at everybody at my table like, why? Because that's the thing. Everybody doesn't eat this shit all the time. So it's a night out. It's an event. It's like when they come over at Ruth Chris and they sweep your fucking table off with the little sweeping thing. And and you're going, ooh, isn't that fancy? They got a sweeping thing. Not me. I'm looking like, motherfucker, why are you pulling out a switchblade on me? Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's like most people go, this is so fancy. You know, why do I have seven forks? Oh, it's so fancy. It's a night out. I'm like, this shit confusing. Give me one knife, one fork, one spoon. Well, I'm not advocating that. But I'm just saying it's an event. And they use smoke and mirrors to fuck with you and be like, okay, this is a wedge it, of lettuce. Okay, to make See, it that's elaborate. more sophisticated than actually taking the effort to make a fucking salad. No, 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 no. See, that's for the pores. I have a question. Did you order this by accident or you watched somebody else order no, my, it? No, my, my table all ordered it as like to go with their food. I didn't know what the fuck it was. To like, go with their food? Yeah, like, this, like this, when you go to these fancy steak restaurants, what it is, like everything is separate. So it's okay. like, oh, if you want a baked potato, then that's separate. And that's like $12. And if you want, uh, like, it doesn't say, oh, here's a steak with a side, uh, pick two sides and whatever. And a salad. That's not how it goes. It's like, oh, you want a steak? Your steak is $40. That, that's, that's just a steak. And, uh, oh, you want something to go with it? You would like some corn? Okay. Corn is $13. You know, oh, okay, all right. Oh, you want the uh, garlic bread? That's five dollars. So everything oh, adds up. Oh, you want up. some exotic iced tea? Here's another forty-five. Right. Well, not that much, but yeah, it adds up, is what I'm saying. So you get to this point where they're like, you know, what would you like? And you start picking your thing. And most of the time, in most restaurants, if you order a steak, there's like, okay, you get a salad, a you side. get two sides, yeah. you get a steak, mm-hmm. you get some bread. Well, with this shit, you got to order it out separately. So everybody's like, oh, I guess I'll get the wedge. Um, and by the way, the wedge is always the cheaper of the salads. Like the wedge is $14. Oh, what the hell is the other salad is? Just the whole head of lettuce? I, right. I don't and know. plates? I've never seen anybody order one. I'm assuming it's a meal, you know, like $27 for a salad and it's a meal, you know. But they give you the wedge and everybody goes, okay, um, this is fancy. This is fine dining. Because they told us this is fine dining, and then you eat it, mm. and it's terrible. I'm about to say, you have to, that you have to do, nasty. you have to do so much work, Karen. You have to take your fork and your knife and cut it into a salad. You have to make a salad out of this bullshit. What the fuck am I paying you uh, $50 for then? It's, a tra- it's like a transformer of salads or Legos of salad. Like You have to break it down before it becomes what it's supposed to be. Can, can you request, hey, make this a salad before you bring this no, shit you to can't, me? No, you can't request that. Unless you want to <laughs> look ghetto or something. I mean, of course you can do it if you just want to look completely out of place and classless. <laughs> and everybody's so scared to do it because everybody wants to fit in. None of us know what's going on. You know, you get the no. wedge. You know, I got my wedge and I was like, this, what is this shit? This is what y'all like? It's like, yeah, yeah, you cut it into a salad. I'm like, for $14? Yeah. I cut it into a salad for $14? Yeah, that's some shit some white folks did. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, people with money. But, um, yeah, so, man, the wedge shit was complete bullshit. The wedge. Never heard of that shit. Yeah. We got news. Uh, No Way's killer, Anders Bering Breivik, convicted of killing 77 people in Norway in 2011. Is threatening to go on a hunger strike unless he gets access to a bigger gym. 
Oh, so you're trying to get in better shape, trying to, you know. Convicted Norwegian mass killer Anders Bering Breivik has threatened to go on a hunger strike unless he gets access to better video games, a sofa, and a larger gym. Ain't this that dude that, like, is this that dude that killed all those kids? Um, I think so. It was, like, a whole lot of people he yeah, killed, right? Yeah, and it was, like, because uh, I remember you reading a story about uh, two women that were out on a boat that actually was saving people mm-hmm. because people just running out in the water trying not to get shot. In a letter to the Associated Press and the other media, Breivik writes that the hunger strike will continue until his demands are met or he dies. Breivik's lawyer told Jordet confirmed Tuesday that the letter was authentic and said his client was waiting for a response from prison authorities on 12 demands before deciding whether to begin a hunger strike sometime during the next eight weeks. Well, you know, this is not the USA. Carl Hillisland, acting director of Ski in Prison, one of the prisons where Breivik is serving his sentence said nobody is on hunger strike, adding that he would not com- commit comment on the individual prisoners in line with the prison policy. Breivik is a far right fanatic and is serving 21 years for se- wait, a 21 year sentence. That's it for killing 77 people for killing eight people in a bombing at the government headquarters and 69 more in a shooting spree at the left wing labor party's youth camp in 2011. This is that dude. Yep. His sentence can be extended for as long as he's considered dangerous. Legal experts say that likely means he will be locked up for life. Okay. In the letter, which has a threatening tone, Breivik wants communication restrictions lifted and more frequent phone calls than the 20 minutes he says he's given per week. He also wants the available PlayStation 2 console replaced by a later version. Nigga, you in jail for killing people. Mm-hmm. Which means taxpayers' money is paying to keep you in here probably for the rest of your life. And you got requests? Mm-hmm. Yep. President Obama made a request. Mm-hmm. He requested advanced copies of Game of Thrones and True Detective. So Smart man. Guess he's already seen them titties. He already caught up. He's already on them titties for, uh, for True Detective. Duh! Uh, so yeah, he's, yeah, and Game of Thrones, a lot of titties in that too. He's celebrating uh President's Day by sitting at home and a holiday, watching his favorite TV shows. You think he got an advanced copy of uh, House of Cards too? No, he said no House of Cards spoilers, please. He said on Twitter. Okay. You know Republicans probably at, at Barack Obama. Claire <laughs> is dead or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet, guys. I'm just talking. The only difference between Obama and a normal person is that Obama is probably sitting at home watching advanced episodes of Game of Thrones while you're stuck watching season three trailer over and over. So, yeah, he officially, the, the, uh, asked HBO executive officer Richard Plepler at last week's state dinner for advanced copies of True Detective and Game of Thrones to watch over the holiday weekend. Of course he got it. Yep. Only three episodes of True Detective left this season, but Game of Thrones won't even premiere until April the 2nd. My birthday. I'm sure Rush Limbaugh delivered an hour long rant about how terrible this is. Of course. So, um, CGI porno is circumventing condom law, the porn condom law in California. Mm-hmm. In the year since Los Angeles County passed a law requiring all adult film actors use condoms on film, the so called porn valley has emptied out. A director leave as directors leave for less green pastures like Vegas and Miami. True. According to some estimates, LA pornography permits are down as much as ninety five percent since the so called Measure B passed. God told my, they're leaving. 
i said this will happen by the way and people were like no they're just trying to make it safer i said no, no. they're gonna run them out of town and that's the goal yep and but my thing is who's gonna replace all this income because all of a sudden this is income that they're not getting taxes that, 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 that they're not getting anymore yep but there's an alternative to packing up and moving simply just digitize the flesh back on we talked about uh falcon studios is using cgi to recreate bareback experience while its actors are fully strapped on and it already has one new digitally enhanced film california dreaming uh one and old to sorts to old school porn movies but most of them aren't going to be willing to pay the price like. yeah also it's not like yeah straight porn is probably just gonna move yeah, yeah straight porn is yeah but yeah it's uh we know we talked about this before man but it's becoming more of a thing uh philip seymour hoffman is gonna be cgi'd in to uh hunger games mm-hmm. so you know maybe porn will be the next thing that happens but that's just crazy story yeah and out in california's already strapped for cash so it, I, I would like to see studies within the next six months to a year about uh the money like how much money literally left the state there was a petition taken down from the white house uh site the okay. petition was for all everyone to punch grover norquist in the dick who is who is this um grover norquist uh or what is what exactly does he do at the white uh, uh hold on a second let me uh look him up real quick but um yeah it, it says peacefully grant the people of the united states to to have grover norquist be brought forth in chains and put in public pillory once norquist has been secured anyone who wishes to will be allowed to punch him once and only once square in the dick it had about twenty five thousand signatures at the time it was taken down ah People really have do, nothing to do. Do they be like, oh, wait a minute. This one got over a thousand. Oh, we got to take this down. They can't be using that language. Yeah. Uh, he's a, oh, okay. Okay. No, he's a anti-tax advocate, right wing dude that, uh, always talks about how, uh, every, all politicians that are Republican have to sign this taxpayer pledge that keeps them from raising taxes even a little bit. And then he, oh, that fool. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not realistic. Yeah yeah he's a dick i mean but still that what a waste of the white house time yes um so a 10 year old kid Mm -hmm. stole his parents car and then told um the police that he was a dwarf he stole his parents car to visit his grandparents 68 miles away Sixty-eight miles away. Yeah. Then he told the police he was a dwarf who forgot his license. I know they didn't buy that shit. A ten-year-old Norwegian boy who drove his parents' car into a snowy ditch offered an inventive excuse to police he was a dwarf who had forgotten his driver's license. The boy who lives near Doka, a town sixty-eight miles north of Oslo, put his eighteen-month-old sister in the car sometime before six a.m. While his parents were still sleeping, to set off to visit his grandparents in Valdres, about 60 kilometers away. He drove more than 10 kilometers before veering off the road where he was found by a snowplow driver who alerted police. The parents woke up and discovered that the children were missing and that someone had taken their car. They were pretty upset, as you can imagine. (laughs) 
the boy told the snowplow driver that he was a dwarf and he had forgotten his driver's license at home police said the children were not injured and the car was not damaged but and no charges will be filed we have talked to them and i'm pretty sure they're going to pay close attention to their children and their car keys in the future <laughs> a door oh man that's amazing beat the brakes off that damn little boy <laughs> in my fucking car while i'm goddamn and took his sister and took your goddamn sister Mm -hmm. i would be so enraged at you yeah yeah uh kansas struck down their well not struck down republicans decided that their anti-gay bill is discrimination and they killed it it got national attention which is you know thank goodness for the outlets that spread the word about this bullshit Mm -hmm. um it really is it was really just a segregation bill yes yes it was a catch-all clause that allowed businesses bureaucrats to discriminate against gay people so long as the discrimination is somehow related to a related to the celebration of any marriage domestic par- partnership civil union or similar arrangement uh in other words in theory simply being in a gay relationship with any kind of official status would lose you your job or get you kicked out of a restaurant if you sued over this and lost you'd be struck with you'd be stuck with the other side's attorney fees they, they, um, I think they knew this wasn't going to pass. It also extended to stuff like hospitals, police. If the police say you had a domestic violence situation between a gay couple, mm-hmm. the police could be like, I, it's against my religion to respond to this call. Your job is to fucking protect and serve, goddammit. My sexuality ain't got nothing to do with you protecting and serving me. Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, man, luckily, uh, luckily, isn't that sad? We got to say luckily, but. Yeah, it was struck down as far as uh, Republicans saying, let's not go through with this. Why, um, and my thing, my thing is this, why was it even bought up for a vote anyway? Um, Because they have a Republican uh, majority, and yes. they can vote shit like this in. So when people started protesting, they were like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, guys, we might not want to pass this law. I guess, you know, enough you got enough attention that people were like, this is fucking draconian. You know, it's so funny that these are the same people that will rant and rave against Sharia law, but this is, you know, some of the stereotypical shit that we, um, pissed, we, we, we shit on other countries for doing. Yes, about people not having freedoms, people not having rights, people, people being, um, uh, ostracized. That's basically what you did. You basically said, all right, if you gay, we're going to treat you like we treated blacks years ago. You can't come in here. We can, we can tell you, you know, go on to the back, uh, lesbos and all this other shit. And it's one of those things where you're like, we live in such a great country. It also shows the ignorance of our country too. What this even was considered to come up for a vote. Yeah, Senate President Susan Waggle said on Thursday that a majority of the state senators and her party would not vote for the bill. They support traditional marriage, Waggle noted. However, my members also don't condone discrimination. Thank you for that line in the sand. It should be obvious, but somehow that was lost on the Kansas House. Instead of passing, as everyone predicted, Kansas and the Kansas anti-gay bill will now, in all likelihood, quietly die with a, without hearings or a vote. Uh, I give credit to the hue and cry raised by Stern and other critics. Uh, to the rapid pace of progress of, on gay rights, even in the remaining pocket of backlash, pockets of backlash, conservatives can see there are limits to which they can no longer safely go. And uh, the, still, man, it's sad that we had to celebrate this as a victory. Hey, guys, they're not going to ban gay people from everything. Yay. 
And the thing, the fucked up part is that it shouldn't have been brought to a vote. It shouldn't have even came up to consideration. And the sad part about it, we talked about it before, it's going to be some people that are going to be highly upset that the shit didn't pass. Yeah, this is America. You know, we have, is a democracy and, you know, for better or worse, this is part of that democracy, bullshit like this. Yeah, and then we live in a country where everything got a fucking side. Yeah, people, people trying to get shit like this passed is part of our democracy too. They're part of our country, unfortunately. And, uh, we just had to wait on them to die. True. Just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play our game, fucking with black people, where we read articles from around the globe and assign points from zero to one hundred in intervals of twenty-five for fucking with black people. Today, we have a few contestants. Number one, whole lot of few. This is breaking fucking with black people news. Okay. Ole Miss, the college. Okay. The FBI on Tuesday was invest- helping investigate who tied a noose around the neck of a University of Mississippi statue of James Meredith, who in 1962 became the first black student to enroll in the then all-white Southern College. <laughs> University police on Sunday morning found the rope noose and on the statue's face. A pre-2003 Georgia State flag with Confederate battle symbol, said campus police chief Kevin Sellers. Two men were seen near the statue early Sunday, and investigators were looking at surveillance footage. It's a racial hate crime, Mississippi NAACP President Derek Johnson said Tuesday after the news conference at the state capitol. At what level do they get prosecuted? I don't know. But as long as we tolerate hate, we will continue to revisit history, the past, and the past of the state. And at some point, we must move forward. That's why I can't even get gay rights, can't get past racism. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> uh, in a statement, Chancellor Dan Jones condemned the action as contrary to the beliefs and values of the university community. These individuals choose, chose our university's most visible symbol of unity and educational accessibility to express their disagreement with our values. The ideas have no place here, and our response will be an even greater commitment to promoting the values that are engraved on the statue, courage, knowledge, opportunity, and perseverance. Yeah, and I might be wrong, but I saw that probably students that actually go there to the university. University police asked the FBI's help, said Deborah R. Madden, a spokeswoman for the, Miss, the Mississippi FBI office in Jackson. Johnson said there's an overall problem at Ole Miss. You cannot have a university where you turn down the main drag. It's called Confederate Drive. At some point, we're going to have to reverse course on the image of Ole Miss so we can reverse course on the image of the state of Mississippi, he it's said. It's Confederate Drive. Wow. Well, we probably have all kinds of shit like that in the South. I bet you we do. You know, they... they Old slave me down road. Yeah, they still, you know, proudly fly the uh, Confederate flag in South Carolina. That is, that's true now. Um... Or the state house or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Ole Miss Alumni Association is offering $25,000 reward for information leading to the arrest. When Meredith tried to enter Ole Miss in fall 1962, Mississippi governor tried to stop him and led to riots on the Oxford campus. U.S. Attorney Robert, uh, General Robert Kennedy sent 500 U.S. Marshals to take control. And a couple weeks later, Meredith was allowed in the school. 
though he faced harassment during his time in school he graduated with a degree in political science wow yeah man black people back then man like i would have hated to be the the first brother the to first because i would have been the first brother to drop out too ah first one in first, first one, one in first out. one out i'm like do it for our people i'm like man these crackers are crazy they out here being racist and shit Mm-mm. he was like i'm beginning my education fuck all y'all yeah i was ready to drop out over like the fact that lunch was not good <laughs> probably had to eat all his lunches with spit in it oh you know he did here's your chicken nigger <laughs> Thank you, sir. Ah! Assistant to the Chancellor for Multicultural Affairs, Don Cole, reiterated the creed that the university stands by. This is particularly painful because James Meredith's statue has become a gathering place for students to discuss many things, including the tenets of our creed, which calls for dignity and respect for all people. So, not to be outdone, New York said, we want some. <laughs> they want some, too. Mm-hmm. We want prenup. Parental involvement. It's a phrase Angel Minor lives by. So when her son Tyrese told mom his teacher at PS201 in Flushing discouraged him from writing about Malcolm X, Angel took action. He said that mom, we were doing um, black history projects and I was told we can't do Malcolm X because he was violent. What went through my mind was, wow, they said that? Students had been asked to pick from several prominent black leaders and report on them, but Angel says Malcolm X was not allowed. I was shocked. Word got out, and members of the community demanded answers. Certain historical figures um, might be complicated and might be a challenge to learn about, uh, but kids need to to learn about them. Councilman Rory Lanceman and other community leaders went with parents to meet with school officials today. Lanceman says it was a very productive meeting. School took them them seriously, and and there's a plan for going forward. The school acknowledged that it was a mistake um, to, to leave the kids with the impression that Malcolm X is somehow an inappropriate subject to study. For Angel, she says fighting for what she believes in was a hands-on lesson for her nine-year-old son, Tyrese. I want him to know and understand, hey, listen, my mom took a stand because something was X'd out, and my mom made a difference. I want him to know that black history really, really means something. To be black means a lot. All right. Um, (laughs) So for the first story, what would you give it, like, I think it was like a 75 or a 50. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you want to go with? 50 or 75? What you think? Hmm. We'll get that one about a 50. Okay. 50. Only because of the history of Mississippi. Yeah. I, I like that the person did their history and, you know, went for the, went for the, you know, the effort to find a 2003 state of Georgia Confederate flag. Yeah, they, like they, they took did. preparing. Yes, they did. You know, they must have went on uh, Facebook or Twitter eBay. Or, so, or eBay or something. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'll give that 75 for effort. There's a lot of effort in that and historical background. What about the Malcolm X teacher thing? Mm, I would say about a 50 only because the university uh, actually talked to them mm-hmm. and reconsidered and actually was like, I bad that we left off a black man that actually you know uh was violent yeah they didn't double down on it yeah if they had double down it it probably got 100 but they didn't okay so you said 50 for yeah, this 50 or? 75 one, one yeah one. 50 feels about right yeah you know also man this is a part of the american problem where we think learning about someone is the same as endorsing that person mm-hmm. and that is a huge problem i have with just american school systems in general that's not what it means. 
just because you learn about somebody doesn't mean you fucking take their side and not every textbook should be written that way and especially when you're able to do a report and go out and gather your own information come to your own conclusion that's what we need to be teaching kids not what to think how to think let them evaluate critically on their own we can't constantly keep thinking that well if we we better leave this out of the textbooks because if kids learn about that blah 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 kids should be able to learn whatever the fuck they want to learn but it's it doesn't need to be reinforced with an endorsement of and that's why this person is good or bad no these are the things that person did come to your own conclusion yeah and but we also live in a society where even when it comes to education it's, it's all political moves and it's just one of those things where we live in a society where they want to keep the masses even if you go through the school systems as dumb and as ignorant as possible because once people start doing the things that you're requesting for them to do they'll start challenging the system they'll start thinking outside the box They'll start uh, doing all these things that they really don't want you to do. They they want to put out ignorant commercials and 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 thirty second clips and and you grab your pitchfork and get mad because you don't really want to take the time to actually uh, do your own research and, and go think for yourself. Because the ignorant people are, the easier it is to get them to do and vote the way that you want them to vote, even if it's not in their best interest, because they don't think for themselves. Yeah, I mean, I remember when they talk about the Texas uh, textbooks that they're going to have throughout the, for the rest of the school system. And they'll be like, who are we going to put in this year? Uh, let's put in some Republicans. We need more Republicans. We need to put in some Native Americans. Well, let's put in this. Let's put in. It's like everything they, that they're arguing about. They're not actually arguing about because kids can learn about these mm-hmm. and, and come to their own conclusion. It's like, no, because we're going to teach them whatever this person thought was right. Yes. It's just such a terrible way to teach anyone. Yeah, and the way that a lot of the school systems are designed now, the school system is literally less about actually educating children and more about children regurgitating uh, what you give them for their standardized tests because the standardized tests are connected to the uh, teacher's pay and teacher's raises and all that bullshit. So it's just one of those things where teachers aren't really there to teach anymore. They're just they're just there to say, okay, here's everything you need to learn for the test. Spit it back at me. That's not learning. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about some guess the race. Cool. That's what everybody's really here for. I know, right? They're like, when are they going to get to it? They're wasting our time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Said now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we have our audience guess the race. I hope you guys are ready. Here we go. Here's the first one. It's a very uh, sad story with a lot of uh stuff to be racist and guessed about guess about <laughs> uh this happens in everett washington his legs and shackles brad george kept his head down the entire time he was in snosh homeless county juvenile courtroom he allegedly confessed to murdering 37 year old georgina latshaw the woman who was his legal guardian for a decade well, we met George Saturday, the day after Lashaw's murder. He described her as a loving mother no one would harm. I don't know who could have done this, he said quietly. 
court documents show this is a far cry from his violent past according to child protective services the 16 year old suffers from several disorders including post-traumatic stress disorder at 16 wow he once threatened latshaw with a blood-filled mouth uh wait he once threatened latshaw with a knife and had hallucinations of her as a sort of a short clown with a blood-filled mouth he also made a clay sculpture of latshaw with a severed head how could you even let him stay with you? Like, at what oh. point do you take the hint, right? Yeah, and be like, baby, you need you need professional help. Yeah, like I can't fix whatever is going on with you. Like, whatever this is, is too much for me. Yeah. Um. Last year at Bellevue's Overlake Specialty School for Troubled Youth, George punched the wall, kicked the locker, then violently went after a staff member. He pleaded guilty to a fourth degree assault and got six months probation, which ended two weeks ago. He is accused of beating Lash out of death with a dumbbell. Oh. Washing off her blood, staging the murder scene like it was a burglary, then going to school. <gasps> George is being held on $500,000 bail. Prosecutors say they have until Wednesday to charge her with murder. If they do charge him, he'll be automatically tried as an adult. So, guess the race of Brad George, 16-year-old, who allegedly killed his guardian with his, uh, yeah, his guardian with a dumbbell. Sounds like some shit off a of clue. Two first names whites, says Shana. Um, and everybody else is scared to guess. All right. Well, the correct right. answer is, uh let's see white says terry so we got two whites two whites all right the correct answer is white you got it right guys he sounded insane he did sound he sounded like he was insane um all right man let's get to the next one um this is a woman who had some issues with a boyfriend Hold on, where's my volume? In the hospital. After officers say the mother of his right, three at eleven. Let me start this up. There we go. New on three at eleven, a Chesapeake father is recovering in the hospital. After officers say the mother of his children shot him inside her home. News Channel 3's Marissa Jassic has more. It was a domestic dispute that landed a man in the hospital and the mother of his children in custody after shooting him. That's according to Chesapeake Police. It happened here at this apartment complex on Border Road. I believe they were in some type of, used to be in a romantic relationship. They're not anymore. He, he used to live here. He does not live here anymore. The shooting happened just after 6 o'clock. Police say the victim was already inside the woman's apartment when she came home, and a fight broke out. Some type of altercation ensued between the two of them, which ended with uh, her shooting him in the arm. Police say charges are pending, but investigators are looking into whether this was a self-defense situation and also whether the victim broke into the woman's home. In that case, he would be charged. Neighbors say Monday's shooting is just the latest violent incident at the complex. I have to go and come, and you never know what time of night I have to go and come, you know. And a lot of times when I do step out, I look and hurry up and go in. Police say the man is expected to be okay. In Chesapeake, Marissa Jasek, News Channel 3. All right, so... Guess the race, in this case, of the shooter, 27-year-old Tiffany Shepard, who had to shoot this motherfucker. Let's go to the chat room and see what they believe the race is. That's just her baby daddy, Black. Report said mother of his children. That equals white, says Michelle. 
divided piece says black blacker than paula dean's maid says terry oh black white sir says tara hawk the correct answer is this is gonna be a divisive one black some of you missed it soak it all in soak it all in you were way off guys going white what were you thinking sounds like a black crime she was baby daddy i mean come on man um all right but uh that's a picture of it if y'all want to see it uh let's go into the bonus round guys who's ready for some bonus round music Double the points, double the raise, double the points, and the raise. That's right. It's time for the bonus round of Guess the Race, where everything's worth double the points. Double the racism. I hope you guys brought your racism hats and prepared to go. Here we go. Let's see. Here is one. A Florida man beat his roommate to death over a chicken foot. Oh my. James Jugo, 52, told police he pummeled past Benjamin Calderon, 56, with his fist as their Tampa home, oh Florida, at their Tampa home at the Calderon told him off for pinching food from a pan. Cops claimed that the pair first began bickering Friday morning when Jugo plucked the bird's foot from the skillet and the former security guard called around became angry. Wow. The argument resumed later in the day, which is when police said turned physical. The Tampa Bay time reports it current is currently unclear whether uh, exactly how the victim died, but an autopsy has revealed he suffered internal bleeding from repeated blows to the face and neck. Jugo who has a long rap sheet, including charges for burglary and cocaine possession, was arrested with charges of manslaughter. He he reportedly confessed to the crime during questioning after being booked Saturday. He's being held on $15,000 bail. Calderon's family said he had moved in with Jugo after losing his job. They are now demanding to know exactly what caused his death. Dubbing the incident sad, his brother, Bolivar Calderon, said no one deserves to die over a chicken foot. Guess the race of the killer not the person who got killed uh mr james jugo let's check the chat room haitian hood boogers santeria practicing latino all right uh sounds like everybody else is scared Hmm, y'all scared to put you all on the line he's black y'all says michelle brooks i don't want to be wrong everybody's so scared to be wrong man you're gonna sit on the pot Never mess with a colored man's chicken foot. Jamie Starr accidentally put in the other chat. White says Shayna. So everybody's just all over the place. Latino. Uh, all right. Well, let's go. Correct answer is, I can't believe only one person got it. White. It was a white, white. man. He was white, y'all. Yeah, we have to show you the picture because this sounds like a black crime. Chicken foot and some of you missed it some of you missed it a lot of you missed it he wasn't latino 
Get it all. Get it all on you. Crowd uh, turning over tables, ain't it? Yeah, I'll put a link up there for you guys. Um, all right, man. Um, we got to wrap up. So let's talk about the other thing that we always talk about, Karen. And that's sore ratchetness, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, people out here are stupid. <laughs> and people with swords are no exception. No, they're not. I'm Tess Raffles. We've been following this breaking news story here in Phoenix over the last several hours. We are near the I-10 and 19th Avenue. You can see the police activity there. This all developing at around 5.30 when police say they were forced to shoot a suspect. Now, here's what we know so far. Phoenix officers tell us at about uh, 5.30 this morning, uh, the patrol officer in this area saw something suspicious with a vehicle, a license plate apparently not matching the vehicle that it was on. So he called for backup. Three officers at that time approached the suspect, but that is when the suspect comes out of the vehicle with a samurai sword and starts swinging at the officers. Here's a closer look at that samurai sword from News Chopper 3 overhead earlier this morning. Uh, police then say they tased him. All three officers used tasers, and yet the suspect did not go down, still kept swinging that sword. That's when officers were forced to shoot the suspect. At this point, we haven't been given any information on the suspect, his identity. Police trying to get to the bottom of why he was here, why he had a sword, why he was possibly swinging at the officers. But again, at this point, one suspect dead as Phoenix police investigate 19th Avenue between McDowell and the I-10 remains closed at this hour. Yeah, I, I can tell you why. Because it's pretty simple. Because he's crazy. Yes, sir. He owns a sword. This is not. This is an open and shut case if I've ever heard one. There's no great mystery here. Mm-hmm. Why was he going out the street swinging at cops? Because mm-hmm. he's crazy. He owns a sword. That's what people with swords do. Crazy shit. It's the whole point of this fucking segment. That's why we call it ratchetness. We don't say sword logicalness. That wouldn't even make sense. It's an oxymoron. Sword craziness. Ah! All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow yes, we will. uh at 7 p.m uh hopefully all you guys can make it if not well thanks for stopping by today and thanks for listening to the show i hope you guys had a good president's day yes uh don't forget tweakedaudio.com code tbgwt get all your discounts adamandeve.com code tbgwt get all your discounts treat yourself guys do something nice with your tax return do something nice for black history month and uh you know you'll enjoy it as well as us Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.